Words from the Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Deuteronomy 28, 8. I know I didn't give you the scripture. Just help me out. We'll move real quick. The Lord will command a blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand and which he will bless you in the land which he has given you. Psalm 89 verse 11. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all its fullness. You have founded them. The north and south, you have created them. Tabor and Hammon rejoice in your name. There are two mountains mentioned here. Mount Tabor, Mount Hammon. Mount Tabor belongs to the tribe of Issachar. Issachar becomes a tribe in Israel. It's known as the tribe that is very descending. They had understanding of what God's people ought to do. So Mount Tabor represents the mountain of knowledge. Mount Hammon represents the mountain of anointing and grace. Two mountains. So one, incidentally, one was to the east and the other was to the west. So Tabor, I think, is to the west and Hammon is to the east. While God was talking about north, south, west, and east. Do you understand? That wherever you live, whatever dimension you live, the blessing of God is available. But much more, God was speaking about grace on the one hand and knowledge. Or anointing and capacity. These two mountains, the sons of Issachar had understanding of the times and knew what Israel ought to do at each point in time. That is Mount Tabor, the mountain of insight, the mountain of knowledge, the mountain of revelation. The mountain of connecting with the Spirit of God to download what strategy look, needs to look like at every point in time. So the children of Israel had this Mount Tabor and they had Hammon. Hammon representing the mountain of anointing and grace. I will take time to unlock Hammon for you in a little bit because we talked about the dew of Hammon. And we're going to go back to that scripture, which is the popular one, which everyone knows in Psalm 133. Mount Hammon is on the east. It is the tallest mountain in the Middle East. Mount Hammon actually gives oil and water to Mount Zion, which is the mountain of God. So above the mountain of God is a mountain which has other mountains as its tributaries. This mount, Hammon, actually goes across Golan Heights, goes across, I don't, I don't have the map to show you, I wish I did. It goes across Golan Heights, so some part of it is in Jordan, some part of it is in the West Bank, some part of it is in Israel. At least two miles of it remains in contemporary Israel. It's a mountain that all of the Middle East gravitate to. 
the tallest mountain. Say Mount Hammon. Mount Hammon will be that kind of our own Kilimanjaro with a summit reaching into the skies. On a good, on a good cloudy day, you can stay there and just see the sun. It's at least above seven to 8,000 feet above sea level. A very tall mountains. What is God saying by pointing us to Mount Hammon? What is God saying by pointing us the mountain of anointing? What is God saying by pointing us the mountain of grace? What is God saying by pointing us the mountain where life is built and where rejoicing happens? God is pointing us to the place where in the rebuilding project, we're going to need two things. We're going to need table, which is insight which is knowledge, which is, which is revelation, which is knowledge on the one side. Like the sons of Issachar, they knew what to do. On the one side, you need insight, the power of revelation, the power of knowledge, the power to design, the power to articulate, the power to engage your brain. God does not shut down your brain. God wants to work with the world of knowledge that you have. And from the world of knowledge you have, God will begin to sit on your knowledge and begin to expand your knowledge to use it for his glory so some of us have shut down our knowledge center but God never wants you to shut down your knowledge center Tabor is important Mount Tabor is important it belongs to the tribe of Issachar the tribe that knows what Israel ought to do at every point in time that tribe is Mount Tabor you need Tabor please keep that scripture that last scripture we read, I think it's Psalm, Psalm 89, verse 12. Table is important. How many of you need to understand and unlock table? The things that you've learned, the course you studied in the university, the things, the instrument in your hand. You need to grow. I tell our musicians that you are a musician, but where is your music? I challenge them. So this is not all you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be more. There's something more that's supposed to, I sit with them and challenge them and say to them, don't be just excited that people are clapping for your music. You have to have something that you produce. You have to have something that the Holy Spirit can come upon. You have to have something. Now, what has God given you in your life? What is that thing? What's that degree you have? What's that knowledge you have? What's that special knowledge you have? Do you realize that it took an intelligent man to write the half of the New Testament? Guess who wrote most of the New Testament? Paul. Why? He had so much experiences, but above that, he had language. Why? He was a lawyer. Do you guys understand? He was a lawyer. And then, guess something else he had? He had a Roman passport. In those days, a Roman passport meant access. It was like as if he has a British passport. British passport has the access to the most countries in the world. To hold the British passport means you can travel to over 200 countries visa-free. It's almost twice as an American passport will give to, give to you. The British passport is the most respected all over the world. Well, for obvious reasons. They crushed the world at one point in time. And they stayed apolitical a little bit with most of the countries. They brought hundreds of the countries into a commonwealth. 
and call them the Commonwealth of England. Commonwealth. Commonwealth means that everything we own, we own it together. But you know better who really owns the wealth. The other people have the common, the British have the wealth. <laughs> this is not a political statement. I just want you to understand how that access to Paul gave him access to hundreds of countries. So he could go to Asia Minor, he could go to Cappadocia by Turner, he could go to Greece, he could go to Athens, he could, could go to he could go to Ephesus, he could go to uh, what are the countries where that he went through in Paul's missionary journeys. Some of you need to do a word study about Paul's missionary journeys, where the places where he went to, and how did he go to those places? Because he had a Roman, the Roman Empire was Pax Romana, and at that time the Roman Empire dominated that entire region. The rule of Rome stretched across the whole of. Europe into Asia. Rome was the power. And holding a Roman passport meant that he could go to every territory without inhibition. Can I tell you guys something? God will use your natural graces. So permit yourself to know something. Permit yourself to study. Permit yourself to have insight. Permit yourself to have revelation. Don't stop yourself from learning. Of course, there's poisonous knowledge. Knowledge that inhibits you from growing into God is poisonous. But there's good knowledge. There's understanding how things are. There's understanding how things connect. There's a knowledge of finance. There's a knowledge of the economy. If we need to fix the economy of Nigeria today, you need finance experts. You need economists. You need people whose mindsets are for God. At the basic level, your mind is for God. Then on top of that, you have knowledge. Now, this mix of knowledge and spirituality is the tribe of Issachar. It's the mountain table. Table represents that place where you know how to unpack education. How you know how to, like if we need to fix education in Nigeria, where do we start from? Many people will tell you that the place we start from is to go to basic childhood education and take it all over from the start and take on teachers and take on the economy. If we want to start agriculture, who will revamp agriculture? It will be someone who has a kingdom mindset, not someone who is thinking, how can I make all the agricultural products and block all the other people from making it? Do you guys understand why we believers must have insight? You need insight in the building project. You need insight. You need understanding. You need revelation. You need knowledge. Do you guys get me? You need to use the skills that God has worked in your heart. So if you need a master's degree, by all means, go and get it. Go and get it. Do you know how many people... I have a friend. He's one of the best... He's one of the best programmers I know. IT programmers. But he doesn't have a degree. So every time uh, we're in a conference or something like that, you know what he does? He pushes me to speak first. I don't know half of what he knows. But just because he doesn't have that degree, it's like as if it's a care leg for him. You have friends like that who always, always make excuses. Don't think it's because you have a degree. That's why you are... Do you understand? They're making... They are feeling bad. So for them, encourage them to go and get that degree. Doesn't matter the age. Let them just check it out. Do you guys understand? Let us not be in the place where because of spirituality we disrespect insight 
and disrespect learning and disrespect being articulate and disrespect doing a good job. Let it be known in our work that we do excellent work. Let it be known in your engineering organization that if you were to design something, your design is absolutely the best. Let it be known that there are people who used to do network solutions for me when their network architecture always made sense. And if I entered as a salesman, if I entered into a meeting and I carried one sheet from this guy who is a network designer, I knew that I'm going to ace that meeting because he's clearly able to describe where the network flows from, where the hub is, where the ancillaries are, where you patch it into the, into the infrastructure, where you handshake to a, to, to a terrestrial provider. He's able to describe where the microwave comes, where the Wi-Fi comes, where the, you, do you understand? He describes it so articulately. And with one page, I can sell a solution. Why? Because the guy is very gifted in design, in network design. His network architecture are superior. There's something sweet about people who know their stuff. There's something easy about it. It's like people who know their stuff make stuff look easy. I just want to celebrate those of you who take time to do good work. Clap for yourself. <laughs> if you're not clapping for yourself, it means you don't do good work. If you do great work, clap for yourself. Hey! I will be jumping now to show that I do great work. <laughs> Insight is a powerful thing. Get yourself trained. If you have gaps inside your life, don't make excuses for your gaps. Train on the mountain of Tabor. God will cause Tabor to rejoice. God will cause the mountain of insight to exalt itself. God will cause the mountain of revelation. There are so many prayer warriors. I was sharing, I think it was peace. I was sharing this. There's so many prayer warriors. They actually love to pray. They love to pray. You see them, they pray all the time. Don't get me wrong. They pray all the time. Praying is great. I'm a prayer warrior myself. But then God will be hinting them, invest. They won't invest. They'll spiritualize it. God will do it. God will be hinting them, send money to your, their mom. They won't send money to their mom. They'll be spirit. God will take care of her. The natural thing they're supposed to do remains undone. And guess what happens at the end? They lose all their relationships. They lose the power to make wealth. And then 15 years later, they get into bitterness against God. Incidentally, it's always so long away. They get into bitterness against God. Like, God, why haven't you blessed me? Why haven't you given me? Meanwhile, well, the Holy Spirit has been suggesting, after you finish praying in the morning, you hear the voice of God. Praying is to get your power to do. Praying is not, not an end in itself. Praying is to get you the power to connect to the life center for you to receive insight. Praying is for you to get insight. For Mount Tabor, that level of the mountain of Issachar is for those who receive spiritual knowledge base. So there's a season in your life when you are all about work, God will drag you from that work and make you lose your job. So that you can come and pray in the spirit. And when you pray in the spirit, there's a season you pray in the spirit, you're all prayed of God will take you from praying in the spirit and say, go and walk. God is a God of balance. 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 Shout it out. Say balance. 
many believers pierce their souls with sorrow because of lack of balance. If I meet people, I start to ask them, where do you walk? What work do you do? Because if the devil wants to knock you down, one of the things he does, he breaks the pillar of work. So you are now in a place where you're constantly begging people for money. You're now in a place where you're constantly feeling spooky about money. And as you're in that place, guess what? You feel so funny. You feel so worthless. Don't spiritualize it. Paul said, whoever is not working, let him go and work. Let him go and do that which is good at his hands. One of the ways God wants to build us is to bring us to table the mountain of knowledge. Say amen. Say I receive insight. Lift up one hand and say, I receive insight. Say I receive knowledge. Say I receive strategy from the presence of God. Say I have revelation how to order my life, how to grow wealth, how to build businesses, how to create sustainable solutions. Say, I have knowledge. Say, I have revelation. Say, I come up to Mount Tabor where I can see clearly. Say, my eyes are open. I can see how to make money in the Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, I receive insight as to how to make other people's life impactful. I receive the grace for repairing things. Say it. Say it. I receive the grace for repairing things. For fixing institutions. For restoring broken systems. By the hand of God. By the finger of God. I receive that anointing that will enable me to take broken organizations and turn them around in the name of Jesus. Say I turn things around. Say it outside. Turn things around. I take that which is broken and I give it life. Say I give it life in the name of Jesus Christ. We are not all saved to disappear and go to heaven. We are saved to have impact right here on earth. In these fallen systems, when a godly man infiltrates and uses the hand of God to change a broken system, so that system begins to serve the purpose of God, all of a sudden, that becomes what? Powerful. Say powerful. Oh, some of you are not hearing me this morning. <laughs> So the dew of Hammon makes sense in connection to Tabor. When you have something that you are bringing, Moses came to God in the time of deliverance. And Moses said, God, the Red Sea is in front of us. You know what God asked Moses? What's that in your hand? What's that in your hand? Open your hand. Look into your palm. Let me ask you the question. What's that in your hand? What has God given to you? What job do you have right now? What skill do you have right now? What insight do you have right now? How are you enriching it? How are you enriching what is in your hands? We will, be, we will be actually lying as a church if we don't enable you to go much further in what God has given you to do. We'll be negligent of our duty if we don't tell you that God has given you skills in your hands. Mount Tabor, the mountain of insight. 
Hallelujah. Tabor and Haman will rejoice in your name. Hallelujah. The second part of our message, Psalm 133, has only three verses. And I'd like us to rise on our feet as we read it together. Psalm 133, 1, 2, and 3. Psalm 133. We're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. We're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting on you. Hallelujah. One, two, go. Behold, how good. It is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the bed, the bed of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Stand with me. Go back to verse 1. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The next mountain of Hermon sits on the tinderbox of unity. Do you know how we come together as a church and people say, well, I don't belong to that church. I just go there for the word. I don't relate to anyone. This is church people. I don't like church people. Do you know what God really, really wants is for us to be a family. There is grace that God wants to give us in community. There's a power that God wants to release in our coming together. That if I see Zena as a human being, not as church people, if I can connect to her, like God knows I love you. Do you understand? If I can connect to her and carry her burdens, if I can be her confidant, if she can look at me without judgment, and we can actually connect indeed, something begins to happen. If we hedge and continue to hedge against each other, we lose the grace of our community. If we're protecting our turf and we're self-preserving, we lose the power of our coming together. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. You know, this is more than just hanging out in Sunday service and say hi to someone. How many of you have the practice of saying hi to someone? Hi. <laughs> Don't think because I'm smiling with you in this high that you can take it far. Don't say anything apart from this high. Oh God, what's your boundary? Do you guys understand? As a result, we don't enter into deep relationships. Is it possible for us to be together as the community of God without judgment? Without judgment. And you know, one of the things that COVID did to us was to tell us to stay social distance. God designed us to dwell together in unity. 
when that happens, go to verse 2. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard. The beard of Aaron running down to the edge of his garments. Who is Aaron? The high priest. Who is the head of the church? I can't hear you. Who is the head of the church? Jesus Christ. So if Jesus Christ is the head of the church, when the oil comes from the head, who is Jesus Christ? The same oil. When we are united together, the same oil that flows from the head, guess what happens? The government shall be where? On his shoulders. Who is the shoulders of the church? We are. The oil flows from the head down to the beard, upon the shoulders, running down to the edge of the garment because garment, Aaron's garment looked like this. This is what it looks like, Aaron's garment. Oh, perfect. Thank you for wearing this. <laughs> so, who is the edge of the garment? Who is the edge of the garment? The least believer. The one who is just starting out. The same oil from the head flows all the way to the one who is just starting. Why? Because we are in sync. We're in sync. That being in sync allows the oil to flow. But when we hedge, what happened? We're causing breakages in the flow of the anointing. That's what happens when people say, I come to this church, but I don't really belong. What happens is that the devil is dislocating. And why don't you belong? Somebody did something to you in the past. You spoke to a brother, and the brother now... Now, you gave him your number, and now at 1 a.m. is when he calls. Oh, God, I want to sleep. What exactly do you want? It's just improper. The guys just not, don't know where the boundaries are. So from then on, you just start putting everybody, what, at arm's length. Oh, you have a little money. So once you give somebody your number, like how many of you know Shannon is a billionaire? Shannon is like absolutely rolling in dough. Yeah. <laughs> Just say yes, I receive it. Yeah, don't, don't fear. <laughs> do, do you guys understand? That's the fear that comes upon someone like that because then everybody will queue after the service to collect transportation from him. They are love takers. As a result, we hedge, we self protect. We self-protect. But in a clear atmosphere where the true oil flows, we will identify the love takers. Real quick, we identify them. There are some people who don't have anything, but they will come with handkerchief and say, Pastor, what shall I render? Take. When the oil flows from the head, it, it comes all the way to the beard, all the way down to the skirts. The same oil. The oil flows when we're together. This is actually how God allows his oil to flow from the head to the least. So he says to women, the older women, 
to counsel with younger women, to older men to behave as if they are fathers of the younger men. God wants us to connect together as brothers. Like when I see Ugo, I just know that Ugo is my brother. Ugo is my brother. He doesn't need to. How do brothers, my brothers don't come to, they call me by name. What do my brothers, do you know all my brothers call me Moses? I don't know Yoruba culture, but in my culture, they call you by the name your daddy gave you, no matter your age. My brothers don't care whether I'm a pastor or whatever I am. They just call me Moses. Pick up the phone. Isaac, Isaac, there's tw- no, John, there's 20 years between me and John. John will say Moses. And their voice has gone into baritone. So it's almost like as if they're commanding me. Moses. <laughs> we are brothers. And I will judge what they are saying to me. Don't think that because they are my brothers, they can get away with anything. I'm sure between you and your brother, you guys judge very well. If he comes and says anything, you will check it very well. Your, your twin brother is here today, right? Okay, that, there, there he is. Uh, that's, I'm sure some of you are thinking it's the same guy. <laughs> brothers actually checkmate each other. You can even smell him before he's coming. You connect in that kind of way. Do you know what God had in mind? That from our 40 human families, we will come into the family of God and find a perfect family. A more fused together family. A more accepting family. A more anointed family. A more connected family. A more place where we can let down our hair and just be together. And a grace is released when we become the body of God. Indeed, when we carry the best intention for each other in our hearts. When we see each other as a family. In the building project of God, you are never going to build alone. You will need someone. You will need someone. You will need to enable someone. The joy of your greatness that you have someone you are pouring that greatness upon. God wants to anoint the body. God wants to bring that which is released from heaven. And that is Mount Haman. The Haman dimension is based on grace. And grace is activated by unity. Like the precious oil upon the head of Christ. He runs down onto his beard. Down to the beard of Aaron. Down to the skirts of his garments. Then verse 3. Thank you so much. Put your hands together for this lovely Aaron. Aaron! Please shout Aaron around her a little bit. Aaron! <laughs> so good. You know God is not accidental at all. Accidental at all. Aaron anointing. Not the one to lead people astray, but to know the presence. To carry oil. To carry the atmosphere of God. To carry the grace of God all around you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. From Hermon, the highest summit, Zion receives. Do you guys understand? The city of God receives from Hermon. Zion itself, the mountain of God, receives grace from Hermon. Hermon is like a mighty mountain that carries the atmosphere of God all year round. Have you seen the Swiss Alps with our eyes cape on top of it? Have you seen pictures of it? That's actually how Hermon looks like. We put a picture this week up on Hermon. You saw the mountain and dew. 
Our designer was actually mad. She's so good. So amazing. Put our hands together for our designer, graphics designer. Can I tell you guys something? Haman is actually where we are headed for. But you cannot arrive in Haman by yourself. You have to arrive in Haman how? Holding somebody's hand. Because Haman is a rocky mountain. You need to help someone up the hill of Haman. Just help them up the hill. Let me not tear your hand out. <laughs> Do you want to help someone up the hill of Mount of Haman today? Just drag somebody's hands up. Let's do some prophetic action this morning. Just lift up somebody's hands. Say, I'm taking you up to Haman. To the mountain of God. To the mountain of grace. See, I'm taking you where there will be life. Where there will be strength. Where the glory of God will flow over you. See, I'm taking you up to the mountain of God. To the place where the oil of God flows. I will stand with you. I will pray with you. I will be united to you. Until we arrive on Haman. It's like the dew upon Mount Haman. It's like the anointing upon Mount Haman. It's like that which flows where man cannot create. It's like that which God himself brings down. When we are united, God brings down something that we all cannot activate. When we connect together, God commands the blessing. Two things God commands. The blessing. The blessing is what you carry. And when you go into the room, people say it's you they want. That's the blessing. The blessing is not money. The blessing is what causes you to be the chosen one. Which causes you to be the preferred one. The blessing. Say, I have the blessing. Abraham had the blessing. And the blessing produced wherever Abraham went. Wherever Abraham went, there was blessing. There was blessing, there was blessing, there was blessing. Say, I am blessed. I can't hear you this morning. Say, I am blessed. Say, I am blessed, I am blessed, I am blessed. Say, I am blessed, I am blessed, I am blessed. If the devil comes, what he wants to do is to break our unity. And when he breaks our unity, guess the first thing he does? There's no oil flow. So every time we have an anointing meeting, someone pulls out. Someone say, this pastor, who is even talking? Is he even righteous? He can sin. Someone says something, ah, this pastor Uche, ah, needs to meet her in the boardroom. Very tough woman. So, guess what? You are less with less than the person really is. As a result, you cannot be blessed. Let's knock off everything that breaks us up this morning. Let's take it out of us. Every judgment, every sense of condemnation, everything. Let's read ourselves. Let's be the body of Christ. Because there, the oil flows. There, the oil flows. The oil that should be many people. I've seen people who are doing a work in the spirit. The oil of God is flowing into their lives mightily. The devil doesn't want. The devil comes and yanks them away. That Pastor Moses, he's not the man for you. He's not. Do you understand? I'm not saying I'm the best man for anyone. Do you understand? I know myself. Like, I'm nothing. If you never met me, you never missed anything, really. If there's any, if there's any glory in me, if there's any goodness in me, it's God. It's not me. It's not me. I'm not a good man. 
I don't, I'm not under any illusions of grandeur about how great and how I am. I'm not. I'm absolute like a dead dog apart from the grace of God. Every beauty in me I ascribe to my Lord. That same oil that flows from him down to the person who receives it out of me. Every beauty in you, ascribe it to Abba. And then, blessing. Then the number two thing, life. Ah. How many of you have seen the, the beer advert? When they say this is life, there's a beer called Life Lager Beer. And people drink and I said, wow, I'm drinking life. How lame that is. The life that will get you is drunk in the gutter. The life, some people are, are doing drugs. I was working, one time I didn't have a job in the UK, so I started working in this bicycle company. What's it called again? Bicycle, they sell bicycles. So I used to put bicycles together. I can't remember the name. But there was a guy who was like an old man. He had res res resigned from, from his job in the bank. And then once from time to time, he just comes there to work because he was old, he was retired. Just comes to while away time. So he came in the morning and said, Moses, I said, what? He said, man, last weekend was bad. I said, it was bad? He said, he said it was really bad. He said, I was wasted. I said, you were wasted? He said, yes. So a friend of mine just came from my old bank job. He bought me four bottles of NSC, bought me a, a, a Russian vodka, and man, I was wasted. I'm like, you were wasted? He said, yes, I was wasted. Like, what? Why are you coming to tell me you are wasted? You are broken. You are broken, man. You are wasted. Like, that's horrible. Why do you want to be wasted? There's another life. There's another life. There's another life. There's another life. There's another joy. There's another grace. There's another place where when you make money, it makes sense. Whether you don't have money, it still makes sense. Whether you have a lot, it makes sense. Whether you don't have a lot, it still makes sense. There's another place where a flow comes upon you and you're just good. You're just good. You're just good. It's called life. And Jesus says, I am the life. Whoever has me has life. So powerful. Before you build, go with the blessing. Before you build, go with the life. Before you build anything, it will be worthless for you to build a company at the end of it, end up with death, end up with sadness, end up with sorrow. It will be so useless for you to build Nigeria. After Nigeria is so big and we have money for everyone, the people have no life. The people have no life. Where does this come from? Let's read this psalm again from the top. Verse 1. On top of your voice now. One, two, go. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head. Running.
running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garment, for it is like the dew of Hermon descending on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. If you hear this word, scream. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I just want to release everything that holds us back this morning. I just want to untie every one of you from everything that inhibits your unity. I just want you to hold someone's hands, maybe two people's hands. I just pray over them this morning. Release the oil of God's grace. Release the spirit of God. Release the anointing oil. Release the power of divine life. Unlock the grace of supernatural insight upon them. Let's pray this morning. Makashtaya kusatama minda shekra libra katoste Mendisha Cabo Libra Custaya Balikra, Manda Shekul Libra Cusande Barocostema, Ramba Siketobra Cusendama. We declare life, we declare oil, we declare grace from the presence of God, we declare anointing, we declare an infilling, we declare a flow from your counsel, from your spirit, oh God. Let that flow come into my heart. I pray for my brother on my right and my sister on my left in the name of Jesus just pray for the persons who is on your left and on your right say Lord I bless my brother I bless my sister I speak life over them I speak freshness over them I speak that we're united we're one in the spirit we receive the grace of God we receive the oil of the, the spirit we receive the divine life in the name of Jesus Christ fill us with your life fill us with your overflow by your spirit in the name of Jesus Christ thank you you Lord God thank you oh Lord our God we worship you we honor you father we release the oil of him on father we release the oil of him on father we release the anointing of him on father we release the anointing of him on the freshness of dew the water that never dries out the newness that never tanks oh god the blessing that never runs out even life forevermore we declare life oh god upon your sons and daughters this day let your life flow out let your glory flow out oh god as people build oh god let them build according to the pattern they see in the spirit let the oil flow from the head even to the beard of Aaron to the shoulders down through the sketch of his garment every part of the body every part of the body united as one every part of the body united as one in the name of Jesus Christ thank you O Lord our God thank you O Lord our Father we bless you O God we worship you we honor you release life release the blessing even life forevermore 
command the blessing even life forevermore we drop our guards we drop our hedging against each other we drop our strategies for you father we ask you to take the driver's seat lead us oh god command life oh god unite my heart to the heart of my brother unite my heart to the heart of my sister in the name of jesus christ amen and amen. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.